Um, all right. Uh, the rest of you um, have had a chance to rest. Um, Calix uh, takes his rest, incidentally, with just his sort of hands kind of clasped around his knees, just kind of, you know, doesn't even lie back down. He does close his eyes, though, so maybe there's some rest going on there. Um, and Casimir remains more or less just kind of seated up against the wall um, with uh, his eyes closed also. Arv, does he, does he do the four-hour resting thing and then he's, like, awake afterwards? Because if he does, that's kind of important for me. He does the four hours. You don't know if he's then resting or not because he only has his eyes lightly closed. Whether that's meditation or sleep is unclear. All right, I won't bother him. Unless I was going to say if he actually, like, awoke, I would. Yeah, he definitely does not just, like, like flip okay. his eyes in. That's fair. Where's the omelet? You know, definitely doesn't do any of that. Um, Where's the omelet? I didn't um, know we were running out of bed and breakfast. Chumpy. <laughs> Show me some pancakes. All right. Um, okay. Um, Show me potato salad. So, <laughs> so um, a good portion of time, probably six to seven hours, I believe, for the long rest, passes before uh, Weller, you wake. Um, and... Then, if you wish, how long would it take you to make a uh, one of your potions? One. I assume that's up to you. What you folks think, but we're gonna be here 10, 11 hours minimum. So I'm not involved in this, so I don't know what's so, going on with that. You know. Okay. My familiar spell takes an hour. Identify takes ten minutes. I need to still sit here, even though I don't sleep, for eight hours minimum to get the long rest. So that's nine and change. We'll okay. Probably eat and blah blah blah. It's another hour minimum, and there's you know, I mean, there's a rush, but another hour is not going to kill anything, despite what Alec might think. Okay. So, like I said, ten, eleven hours. If you sleep it for eight, you can make two or three at least. Okay. In my humble opinion. Okay. So that is that, that thing is math. Nice. Yeah. I, I just wanted to say, uh, do do I feel anything when I rest? Yeah, because now I'm staying in this area. Um, no. Um, you would say that you probably feel hungry when you wake. Wait, I don't. Do I, do I still have hunger? I thought we agreed. Well, he means he didn't say for hungry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I keep forgetting food. food. You, are, you are here in this smorgasbord. Yes, with, with all of these people. I forget about that. Uh, <laughs> we don't. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so, but otherwise, probably you know, do two hours. I mean, it's not overwhelming. I mean, it's not. Yeah, I was gonna say it's yeah. not. That's that's kind of what I meant. Like, do I feel the, the how badly since I since I turned just before I got knocked out again? Um, like, like, do I just feel? just hungry for that. I don't feel anything else. Like uh, this place isn't affecting me in any way. The what, Sagan? The... Like this area isn't, this temple Temple isn't affecting no. me in any way. Like no. Yes. Okay. Alright. So I, I'm just wondering, because this is supposedly supposedly where Strahd got some kind of power. Yep. No, so you're not feeling anything here. Not feeling um, anything yet. And not, not anything of that nature here. <clears throat> now there is a lower level, <laughs> um, yeah, but where you are right now, yeah. Uh, are in the middle of the rest period. There is something I do want to do, although that might interrupt the rest. I think. I guess okay. I can't do that till later. Never mind. Never mind. It's, it's going to interrupt. Well, okay. hold on. Let me let me take a look. I gotta see <laughs> okay. Because they said any like activity. I'm like, well, I think taking a stroll isn't going to really. So I'll. I might need a uh, ruling from you on this. 
Okay. Agatha, anything particular that you're doing or not doing during this rest other than just resting? Agatha. I'm sorry, say that again. Okay, said. <laughs> sorry, I'm looking at my spells trying to decide what I want to attack. Oh, no, no, that's fine, that's fine. That's what I was just going to ask you was what you were doing to kind of set up, so that's fine. Um, yeah, so um, uh, I would do my four, and then I would meditate, but I would come back as young Agatha, um, and yeah, uh, she kind of sits there. That's it. That's about all she can do is sit there and and meditate. Um, okay. she, there's nothing that she needs to prep other than her spells. Okay. Um, so when she returns as the sort of young, uh, the young Agatha, I imagine that when uh, Calix's eyes open, he kind of, uh, uh, and he sees you, and he kind of like, kind of looks you up and down, and is like, "Hmm, what do you do with grandmother?" I. I'm grandmother. What? And he kind of looks back. <laughs> uh, he says, possible still dreaming. Uh, <laughs> he kind of looks around and like... I say, as the seasons change, so I change. Still uh, cold. <laughs> so he says, he, he kind of looks at you and with like, does not take his eyes off of you. He gets up and he walks over to you, Mason. Oh, wait, Mason's out there. Um, okay, do it anyway. Okay. So he walks over to Mason and he's like, uh, punch in face. And I don't know what Mason would have said. Mason, Mason hauls off and punches him in the face. Okay. He's happy to do so. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> and he still looks. He's like, all right, must be awake. And he goes over, big goes back and says, uh, so this, now your granddaughter? <laughs> If that is easy enough for you to understand, then yes. He nods, he says, Oh, oh God, uh, glad you're looking good now. He just kind of <laughs> nods several times. She probably, like, checks her hair and a bun. <laughs> Thank you. What of the bag of bones you probably wore yesterday. Yes. He, kind of, he sort of, <laughs> sort of nods again and kind of shrugs like... She uh, definitely fills the dress better and those kinds of things. Um, yes, yes. She doesn't look like she's wearing somebody else's clothing. And Yes. Oh, Casimir notices, definitely. Um, well, Calix is the one. I mean, Casimir. Calix notices. I don't, I don't care about Calix. Yeah, well, Casimir. It's, it's, it's the two dusk. Casimir is meditating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know. It's, um, you know, Cas is, pal. Sure Casimir, yeah. He's like, his eyes are closed, but like slitted. He's you know, cast invisibility like, you know, on his eyelids. Yeah, yeah. Look, <laughs> It just looks the same. Jesus. It's just like an you know, illusion. Oh my god. Um, so, uh, and as people start to wake, um, Casimir. Actually, actually, uh, uh, I can, if I'm on yeah, light sure, duty, like standing watch, I just want to do one quick thing. It'll take about like five minutes. Literally, in game time, it'll take five minutes. So. Is this where you are you going to go to uh, head back to Valaki and actually go Hell, into a house and look at Yes. Okay. No, I'm going to become an amber merchant. Okay, right, all great. planned out. So. Just five minutes. That'll be great. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so yeah, when it was all comfy and everything and blah 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 and sleeping, I would take my spider out for a spin. The first thing I want to do is, I, I want to check this hole. This hole is, does it look like it was carved to be a part of the floor or someone broke through it? I can't remember what you said the, the ladder. last time. We... It looks more like okay. it's broken through, yeah. Okay, that's just weird. Alright, and then... Which direction? 
Down. Uh, Definitely like something broke in from okay. the ceiling down. Okay. Take a stroll over here. Peek in there just to get a look at the uh, lectern room. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so fine. You, you now yeah. see the lecture hall as I previously yeah. described it. Yes, yes. And then in the peek through this door. Actually, I'll send the spider ahead real quick and take a look and see. Okay, and do you see your collapsed. spider that I gave you? The oh, yeah. Hey, come here, you. Come here, Valley. There we go. Agatha's excited. Now she doesn't have to be the spider. Exactly. Can save that for yep. later. Yep. <laughs> now, she could become that. a raven and confuse everyone. <laughs> God damn it! Spider on the raven. Yes. Jesus. Yeah. It's it. just it's just reverse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I send him in. I'm I am looking through his eight eyes, which is a little weird. Okay. And this um, is, you said this was collapsed. Right, right, the walls and ceiling in the eastern <clears throat> portion of the room have collapsed, and to the west, to the west, there's another set of these open amber doors. Correct. And nothing, the spider comes in here, nothing happens. If no other amber golem has rejuvenated or regenerated or nothing like that. No. It's all, okay. He goes to this door. Okay. And now he's going to step through this door. Okay, so... All right. Um, I don't have lightning regen, so I'll take that off. Okay. Boop. There we go. Okay. okay. And let me <laughs> see. So, um, there is this. Uh, so you're able to on this sort of on this platform here. Um, this is a black marble balcony, and it's about thirty feet or so above the floor below, and it overhangs what looks like the northeast corner, basically, of the temple. Right. And there are uh, two amber doors that are leading from the balcony um, that are open, that are going into basically this next room. Um, over to the western side here, um, from this angle you can see what is, and there's a kind of a strange effect here in that you have this, it almost looks kind of like a wedge of darkness. Um, I'm going to show the way that would look a little bit. Thank uh, you. If I can figure out a way to do that. Maybe I'll just do it this way. Just freehand draw. So like, okay, so that's hidden like that, right? Mm -hmm. And then right. Um, from where you are, whoops, sorry. There oh my go. God, the whole place is shifting. Sorry. Exactly. So <laughs> from there, um, you get, whoops, damn it, polygon revealed. No, God bless America. Okay, that's not exactly how it works. Anyway, um, Curse you, Polygon. It's pretty cool, though. There we go. Um, so oh, nice. you can okay. see uh, kind of what looks like a, almost like an inverted triangle. Um, and I actually did the triangle exactly the wrong way. Um, it's the other way. Forget it. I don't forget. Ah, uh, okay. Did so there. the dark, yeah, the, what I'm seeing should be black. Right. It should be the other way. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. exactly. So That's good enough. That's good enough. You okay. get the okay. idea. Um, so you can definitely see part of it from there. Mm -hmm. um, right. And so here we go, like this. There we go. More like that. Mm. So, oh, um, okay. Yeah, you're able to see it from this side. So you can see kind of the back oh. of the statue, basically from here, is the way. I so would its head it. is level or above the balcony? Oh, it's a the the head actually with the balcony. It's about it's probably about level with it. Actually, let me let me see how tall that statue is. Okay. It is. I said it was about thirty feet. Forty feet tall. So it's actually even a little <laughs> bit. It's all a little bit taller. Um, then the Lone balcony. This DM always has too much power. Exactly. So you said, yeah, thirty feet. You said, I'm sorry. Uh, forty feet. So 40 the statue's feet. Okay. head is a little higher than the balcony. Yeah. Room. So like neck level, basically. Now the important yep. thing is when the spider comes on the platform, nothing happens. There is correct. It's not immediately burned to a crisp. Correct. Okay. 
spider is going to advance further, further. Nothing, nothing, nothing. We're good. Fine. It's did you right here? All good. Uh, yes. If you want to go, that's and the you notice the darkness does not dissipate um, mm -hmm. from there. Right, right, right. That's, that's um, fine. I actually want him to look into this um, open door. Into that room, you can see that there's actually a room ahead, and I will position this. And then um, this is probably the last you're going to be able to see if you want to take, quote, five minutes um, to do it. I so, might extend it to ten minutes. <laughs> okay. Um, so you can see what looks like just the edge of maybe, if you had to no guess, maybe Agatha. like a, something is lying on the ground, but you can't see exactly what it is unless you go into the room further. Yeah, he's a spider. There, right there. Okay. So, that's not what I wanted to show you. A mighty foot! Just a foot, that's it! Ah! Yeah. Um, I'd say this is, this is an interesting viewpoint compared to flying around, that's for sure. Um, this is a bare stone room, and it consists of a foyer. Foyer. Um, to the west, uh, there's like a little door that you can see, a set of doors here. And there's a what you would guess is a shrine, basically, to the east. There are four candlesticks which are lying here on the dusty floor of the foyer. And in okay. the shrine over here, there are fragments of a shattered obsidian statue which are scattered in a raised alcove at the eastern end of the chamber. And there is two pairs, there are two pairs of empty alcoves that line the north and south walls of this shrine. So you've got an alcove here, and an alcove here. Yep. So yeah. And, the, and then the double doors uh, to his left are closed. That's correct. Amber doors, usual? Uh, they are amber doors, yes. Okay. All right, uh, yeah, I think that's enough uh, exploration for one day. Come here, Valley. She scuttles over here. All right. Crawls back up on my shoulder, and we will then head back. Yeah, about 10 minutes. Let's say about okay. 10 minutes that probably took. Yep. When you return, everyone is left. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, everyone's dead. Everyone's oh, crap. Gone. Everyone's, everyone's <laughs> gone. And the Son Statue of, of Liberty is buried, and they blew it all up, you bastards. Yeah, well. yeah um, they blew it, you bastards. Um, exactly. Fall to no, my the, knees. None, okay. of, none of that is what happens. Um, so you get back there, and uh, yeah. everyone is now awake, beginning to move around. Mm. And um, Casimir now has his eyes open. And when he sees you, Agatha, um, his eyes kind of stop for a moment. And he's like, because he's looking around. And then he looks, and he kind of nods very slowly. Um, hamana, hamana, at you. Hamana, hamana, hamana. And <laughs> there is this kind of um, sort of belie below the depths of his hood, um, the, you know, that's his cloaked hood that's over there. Mm -hmm. His eyes continue to gleam, um, and uh, there is a slight expression of recognition. Hey. Uh, when you say recognition, recognition of the fact I'm the same person, recognition of. Understanding of my situation. That's not clear. Oh shit! That's my can I can I can that's I insight that? Because, because yes, go ahead and make an insight check. Calix definitely was like, "What the f like like that is not Casimir's reaction." Not old lady anymore. Right. That was uh, not Casimir's reaction. While she's making that check, I need to do a Hi, shout Lisa. out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna embarrass Lisa oh. Lee. Lisa is my next um, audio narrator. Mm. Oh. CGL. Roll twenty is being stupid. Very happy that she's here and she's going to do some great work for us. I'm really looking forward to what she does. So very there cool. you go, Lisa. I just put a shout out for you in the stream. But great to have you here. I hope you enjoy what you're seeing. So uh, roll twenty. Okay, there it goes. It's re. It's I'm refreshing the page. It got it a little. It got a little you. blank on me. It's trying. It's trying so hard. 
Valley will rise again. Come on, roll 20. Bunch of people at home now, so. If not, I'm just gonna roll a d20. And I believe my insight is based on wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. uh, That's and correct. I have proficiency. I'm not gonna sit around and wait. I want to roll 20 to get Look at this. Professional streamer with a bunch of dice <laughs> right here. Okay. Uh, so that would be with the proficiencies. My proficiency is two at the moment. All right, my proficiency. What's your what's your yeah. wisdom? Wisdom's four. Well, my, my wisdom will be a plus four plus plus the proficiency on insight. It doesn't oh. matter because I didn't roll so terribly well. So uh, twelve. Okay, I did. Did you? Did you roll in roll? I don't see. No, I didn't roll in roll twenty because roll twenty is not giving me my character sheet. Okay, I got you, got you, got you. Okay. Yeah. So I just rolled a d twenty die. Okay. So we're talking a twelve. Um. I would not say that it's easy to tell what his his recognition his nod of recognition is about. Okay. Um, it's just a lack of surprise. I think would be a way to describe. Okay. It. All right. Okay. Uh, I will note that and continue in my silence. Okay. Um. All right. And the rest of you, I assume now, um, having rested and uh, you know, so to speak, are now more or less ready to head out. I heard about what Rob is doing. The inf- what uh, Mason is doing for the infusions. Um, uh, Weller, of course, has to do. Depends on how many vials of whatever Weller needs to make of the holy water that he needs to make. So. Um, that I guess will be dependent on when you actually leave. But if you've been there for about ten hours, ish, um, ten then... to eleven, it's fine. Okay. So, how I... many? If you had like four hours, then essentially is what that would mean. Weller, what would that be for? How many four. you could make? Four. Okay. One, one per hour. Okay. All right. Uh, our quick question: the conversation between old Agatha mm-hmm. and Casimir, I mean, they, they weren't speaking like in low tones. No. Well, pretty much, I, mean, I pretty but, low tones, but not it was not intended to be silent. Yeah, um, and the room was pretty quiet, yep. so it's, it, none of us were really like yeah. clinking around. So, right. Okay. So yes, I, it was awkward for everyone, John. <laughs> exactly, yes. Well, I just observed, so it was all good. Um, no, I contact Casimir and say, and ask, pretty much ask him, last night you wished to, you said we should explore that room that Agatha looked into yesterday what is your interest in it and so he says um she said he probably knows he can reply to me in in my mind or out loud if he wants right yeah he responds to you in your mind in in your mind i think and he says she said that there were sarcophagi down there presumably resting places of some of the spirits which animate this temple my sister made clear that there was a power here that could perhaps save her. And if that is true, it is likely that they would be in the places where the spirits actually reside. Thus, I think it makes some sense to reach them directly, go to the source, let us say. It has the added benefit of being separate from any fireballs that we might encounter along the way. Assuming the spirits themselves do not start flinging them about the room with a reckless abandon. He nods and he says, uh, he nods and he says in, in your mind still, True, that is of course always a concern. This place is deeply dangerous, and yet there is danger along every path. The question is which you will face directly and which avoid. I find having messed with spirits, no, let me rephrase that. Having interacted with powerful spirits before in my second life, 
I find that we should approach this with caution, and I'm sure you agree. He nods. Yes, caution is most certainly warranted. I also think you should make plain your purported goal if we are to go down that hole to everyone, so there will be no surprises. He nods and he says, it seems also reasonable. Good. Let's <clears throat> leave it at that. I'm done. That's, that's all done. That's, that's pretty much Are you sure yeah. there was nothing? No, yeah, that's fine. Um, okay. Is there anything else I can help you with? <laughs> um, all right. So um, then after Weller has made his four and all of that has been noted, um, you folks are then ready to head out. Um, and uh, when you sort of exit into uh, this room, so let me move these folks over there. Casimir and Calix um, go in. Um, Casimir sort of walks slowly over to the shaft here that's in the floor and looks over and down it for a long time uh, as the rest of you sort of exit to join you know, the rest of the party and uh, is sort of there still standing um, as you all arrive and doesn't say anything, but he's clearly looking down into the room. Oh, I let everyone know what I saw up top with the balcony in the room, etc., etc. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you think we should uh, keep going around or go down the hole? We know that the hole is a drop, right? It's like 20 feet. Yes, uh, it's a 20-foot drop. It's actually 30 total. It's 20 feet to the ceiling of the room below and then another 10 feet to the ground. Although I guess if you landed right on a sarcophagus, then that's already whatever I said it was, 8 feet tall. So I guess it would be pretty close to the ceiling, but it's not It's not right. The sarcophagi are, are you know, to the sides of the hole, so you'd have to, like, swing over to get there. Um, or just, but you know, lowering a rope, obviously 30 feet or so would not be impossible. Oh, we don't want to, don't want or to you climb could just leap and land Avenger amber. style. I mean, like, you could always... Yeah, you know. exactly. We don't want to climb oh, down some amber walls. Uh, we could tie it to something. We brought a great deal of climbing gear with us. Uh, that is yeah, true. a ton. Arv, what are these inset things? Are these torch sconces in the wall? Uh, in the room things? that you are right now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe that's what they are. Um, they are... Uh, let me confirm... I believe they are sconces, yes. Um, although most, they, they do not have any like light that's currently glowing within them. Um, but it looks like there would have been a place where torches would have been set against those walls in another time, perhaps. And bolted against the, into the That's wall right, bolted around. against the wall, yes. So if I hang on it, does it hold my weight? Seems to. Tie a rope off, toss him the pole. He's going first. Okay, so Casimir's going first? I, I said who, not... I, oh, okay, I thought, you, I thought you tossed it to him, sorry. Mm, no, no, it's whoever wants to go. It's all good. I'll, uh, I'll go last, I feel like. Uh, you probably... Actually, maybe I'll go first. Just realize mm. that if I... Am last, I don't think anyone heavy. here is going to let you go last, Alec, no offense. All right, well, I'll go first then, how about that? Probably a good idea. Because I realize I'm, I'm, like, pretty heavy. With all my yeah, if, 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 if someone's gonna break it off, we might as well find out now. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yeah. Interest of bookkeeping for distribution of the holy water, since Django already has one that Weller gave him last night. He gives yeah. one to Mason, one to Agatha, one to uh, he keeps one for himself, and he just with just tension in his muscles holds one out to Casimir. <laughs> okay, and Casimir takes it and nods. Shots it down. Oh, sorry. Am I getting this this angsty vibe with Casimir? Okay. Am I picking up on on their distaste? People in other parts of Barovia are picking up. Well, Casimir seems pretty calm and collected. It's it's primarily well. Yeah, if we're talking about well, it doesn't bother Casimir one. There exactly like there was a particular exactly yeah. There's a particular thing with like. Weller was real, real freaked out about the, <laughs> about the whatever. But the Weller was. is much more annoyed about it than Casimir right. will Cas- ever be. Exactly, Casimir doesn't is not a, not at all annoyed, or at least doesn't seem like it. He's uh, very chill right now. So indeed, in uh-huh. fact, all of you are very chill. <laughs> yeah. Bad. That was a dad joke. Yep. No, Arv. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yes. Sure. All right. So climb down. Uh, do I need to do a save, strength check, anything like that? So I'd check your Discord when you get a chance. Uh, so if you're climbing down the rope, um, I would say that this is not difficult to descend. It's because the actually the shaft, as you can see there, is kind of sloped a little bit. So, you know, as long as you're almost like repelling basically down uh, that. So I would say you don't even need to make a check to get down to yeah, the bottom. Yeah, so I also have the climbing gear uh, that I bought and have carried up here. So. Right, exactly. So you've got plenty of, you know, to be able to do that. So um, if you do that, I shall bring you to... Here. All right, let me drag me token. Well, I'm really small. Yep, and that's exactly to scale. No, these are 80 foot squares. Um. <laughs> we'll do the, I'll do a little texting. Exactly. Let me feet. just get rid of one. Uh, I had this grid enabled. Let me take that. Now off. there's 12 skulls here. Oh. There we go. Yep, 10 foot squares. Okay. All right. Um, so you see what I described previously, which is um, that there are these three amber sarcophagi. Indeed, this looks like a rough block of solid amber, and they're uh, they are each eight feet tall. They're five feet wide. Um, they look to be five feet or so thick. They're pretty thick as well. Um, and there's a strange kind of slight shimmering orangish light that kind of flickers every so often through all of them. Um, as you are watching, and then there's so it's the... unnatural light, obviously. No. From the... Okay. Um, can I do? And it's dark, me... otherwise, in this room. Yeah. Uh, divine sense straight away. So I'll just pop in the chat, just so you know. Okay. So, are they desecrated or are they undead? They are not desecrated. There is something there, but your your sense doesn't really know how to kind of process it. It's um, they roll for a holy file not found. They see yeah, exactly. Um, there is this presence in each of these, but you don't. I mean, your divine sense sort of tells you there's something there, but it's not clear what the something is. Okay. But they aren't attacking the no. threatening. And it's not obviously a fiend or an undead or a celestial. But there's something there that is being triggered by your 
okay. spell. So I'll, I'll say up, I'll yell up top, well, I'm not dead, so you can come down. He's still out on that, isn't he? <laughs> it's only mostly uh, dead. Uh, actually, I'll gesture to Casimir. He seems to be anxious to get down there. He'd want to go next. Okay. Uh, you said, I'm sorry, you said Casimir? Casimir. Okay. Yeah. So Casimir uh, descends. I'm going to copy him. Because it's so easy to do so. All right. Okay. Um, so he <coughs> lightly descends um, and touches down. And the minute he does that, uh, you can see, Alec, that he kind of looks around and then looks at the um, sarcophagi around him and he sort of is just speechless kind of just stares at each of them not in a trance but I mean just sort of in yeah. wonderment um, and slowly walks towards one of them just slowly whoa 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 buddy just stay don't touch it yet wait till he runs down he pauses and he stops now right. I understand that they're a little bit weird I feel it too just Wait until everyone's down here. Okay. Um, well, next. And I'll, I'll, I'll actually, because I've got, I have, well, next. so I've okay. used one torch. I've got two torches left, so I'll use, I'll light another torch. Okay. Um, and I'll just, as well as it gets down, I'll like hand it to him. And when you light it, the shimmering um, that, that I mentioned fades slightly. It's just that it's not easy to, to pick up, but you think maybe yeah. it's still there. Um somewhere coming from the inside of these sarcophagi. There you go. Well, that'll help. Thank you. What do you think? And little Welder pops out on his shoulders and detect magic and looks around. Uh, yes, there's, there's definitely magic here, but it's hard to kind of pick up from where. Um, the magic seems to be resonating from this room, uh, seems to be echoing from this room, um, but it's hard to say where would be more magical or less. The, the whole room feels magical. What school the magic? Um, I'd say divination. Oh, I also forgot to mention that, that I think we did mention last session that we picked up a bunch of the amber yes. from the mm -hmm. destroyed golem. Okay, I right. remember that. Sure. Which, by the way, like, that is not super light. So I'm just letting you know. It's no, okay. but it's in the bottle, so it's okay. <laughs> I'm enjoying the the image of the warehouse. Like there's a there's a kids show that my daughter used to watch and uh, called Imagination Movers, where they basically they have these these four guys who have this huge warehouse that has all this cool awesome stuff in it with different rooms. I, I and just it just seems to go on forever. And I just had this image of like the in the bottle warehouse that you're just kind of like I put that in the amber room and you know that <laughs> that's everything. I kind of imagine Weller's um, bottle is like Constantine's house. You know, the yeah, 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 yeah. he yeah. has, yep, exactly. Okay, room in there. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, one wonders. Um, it, it's a book, magic is everywhere. Um, okay, uh, is then who else is coming down? 
Agatha. Who else is left? Is it just Agatha? Agatha, myself, and I believe Mason. Correct. And Calix. Oh, and, yeah, sorry, yes, sorry, sorry, sorry. Calix says, um, you want me to come down? I just nodded him. Okay. So he goes, all right, <laughs> uh, look out below. And he just ignores yeah, the rope. And just like jumps, you know, right into the center of the, right into the center yeah. of the hole, and like dot, dot out of the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he just lands like, um, like that, and he makes huge noise, like you know, several walls kind of shake a little bit, and he looks around and, uh, and he sort of sees everything, and uh, not exciting. Mm. Useless room. I'll come down next, I guess. I do not climb. I cast Featherfall on myself. Okay. And I bloop down the hole. All right. And float down Mary Poppins style. Okay. <laughs> Until my <laughs> my toes touch. You literally have a paracord and everything. <laughs> yeah, I, I break out my umbrella and I come down the hole, Mary Poppins style. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay. Weller is watching Casimir very carefully to make sure he's not ogling as she's coming down the hole to scare him. <laughs> no, at the moment, he, <laughs> no, at the moment he's looking at the sarcophagus. Actually, yeah, I think. Um, okay, so you can drag your token in there, uh, Agatha. Oh, did I not? I'm sorry. I is a sorry. And no problem. And that leaves us Mason. Your furniture bag of holding. Part of the reason why uh, Weller wanted to make sure that he grabbed as much amber as he could take is that one of the commonalities that glass and amber both have is they are both amorphous solids. So mm -hmm. he can work amber like he does glass. Yes. So he's going to fashion it into rings and stuff. I see. I was, you know, I was thinking about this the other day because I read an article um, that was talking about the incredible antimicrobial properties of copper. And it was talking about, like, why don't we have this everywhere? Because not only is copper incredibly, like, incredibly effective against killing viruses, for example, extremely quickly, um, it does so essentially forever. Like, it, it doesn't it doesn't get used up. Like, it just, it's, and they were, they found this Ow. out because people used to work, um, they had found that there was a huge outbreak of the plague, uh, and I want to say it was maybe in Russia, but this one area of St. Petersburg, this one group of in St. Petersburg where, like, the plague was killing, like, 15 to 20% of those infected, it killed, like, 0 0.01 or some ungodly, like, little number of people who worked with copper, and they discovered that there was, like, antimicrobial mm. properties to copper, and they said the cool thing is, even if it gets grody and green, you know, because it's hard to keep copper shiny and whatever, it doesn't lose its microbial, antimicrobial properties at all. And what it does is essentially sends out these ions when a virus touches it that obliterates the virus so there's nothing left to mutate. So I was just reading this, I'm like, this is an awesome idea. Oh, and copper is 100% fully recyclable. You don't, like, you don't lose any of it ever. No. Like, you can just, and I was like, this sounds awesome in every respect. Like, why are we not doing this before? So it just struck me when we were talking about amber as like another substance we don't think about very much that like could get used. Sorry. I, I don't know why I thought that was so interesting, but just something about copper. Anyway, regardless, let's get back to the game, shall we? Um, so, uh, so I'm sorry. Were you all waiting for me? You were vamping, mm -hmm. weren't you? Exactly, Never. Lone Wolf. You need to live in it's the Statue of Liberty. Exactly. It's taking very long to climb down, Rob. Trying to shove Melba toast in his mouth while he's repelling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'm hungry. Sorry, oh, my. <laughs> so we're climbing down the hole. You're next. I assume. Okay. Yeah. I head back out the front door, leave, and never come back. <laughs> it's like <laughs> very smart. I, very smart. No. I jumped down into the hole because apparently that's what. It, what well, all the cool the, the, every, most people used either feather fall or the rope. Your your best your friend Calix. I'm gonna use the rope. Oh, so. Good call. All right, so go ahead and drag your token onto that uh, map where you are there, please. I assume there. you do the fancy way where you like wrap the rope around your leg and arm and slide. Oh, down. I do it like Cirque du Soleil. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> well, right. Is it is it Errol Flynn style or is it just like, oh, take me away? You like is it one of those dudes? <laughs> Indeed. Okay. Um, uh, actually, I'm still up. I'm the last one to go through. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, Mace, uh, you make sure it's sturdy before you come down. And before I do, our what the hell is that wand that I identified like eight hours ago? Ah, so this wand Damn, actually. I was hoping he'd forgotten. Is now. A wand of death. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> is a wand of destroy warlocks. No, it is a <laughs> wand of secrets. Oh, is this thing working? It's wand a wand of secrets. And what the okay. wand essentially does is when you're holding it, you can expend, uh, you can use its power, mechanically meaning expend one of its charges. And if there is a secret door or a trap that is within 30 feet of you, the wand will pulse and then point at the one nearest to you. Oh, well, that's kind of handy. Uh, am I Am I able to actually use this thing? Uh, now that you've had a chance to sort of study it, yes, I would say so. It does not require you to be attuned to it. Okay. Nifty. All right. And in case you're curious, the thing has... Oh, you sorry. Don't, you don't know how many charges that it has, um, but you get the impression that it's not unlimited in its use. Okay. Uh, do I know whether it can be recharged? You don't. Maybe. You don't know. Okay. You also don't know if it charges on its own. It's not not clear. Right, right, right. Okay. Rondo secret door detection. Um, okay. All right. And treasure too. Uh, traps. Then secret doors, not just you know. Oh yeah. Doors okay. and traps. Okay. And drop bears. And drop bears. Secret and drop acid bears. poison mushrooms. Drop bears are never secret though. I mean. Like, <sighs> oh god, the acid poison mushrooms don't remind me. <laughs> uh yeah. I'll, I, as I'll let they'll, you they'll never leave us, John. They'll oh, never god. leave us. Got that right. Um, I will double check, make sure the. Um, Scott's holder is still secure to the wall. Okay. Not yep. a problem. All good. Okay. By the way, I'm sorry that my camera keeps dying. I'm. It's. I should fix it now, so it shouldn't happen anymore. Okay. First, first I don't know what the hell's through. going on with it. Never mind. No, it's there. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I said. I can. We're down here. It's very <laughs> evident that there's magic on these sarcophagi. Something strange about them, anyway. Yes. Can I attempt to dispel the magic on it? Possibly. What? Um, maybe. I need Bally when you have a moment. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Possibly. What? What would be the like? What are you? Uh, how it would are be you dispel magic. How are would you be doing what it? I, would... I guess it's a better question. Are you moving up to it, touching it, trying to like? What is? What are you doing to do hmm. that? Uh, I guess this on a successful check spell ends. I cast a spell using four spell or higher. I just want to make sure I can actually do this. Mm-hmm. Um, you automatically end the effects of a spell on the target if the spell's level is equal or less than the level. Um, uh, I should say too that there's magic okay. in the room. Um, so it's it's okay. So like, it's not it's not it's not sourced to just the object, right? Okay. Well, then I'm not. I, there's no way I can dispel that much. Then if it was like on the object, um, then she would worry. Maybe on it. multiple objects. It may be in the room itself. But yeah. 
Alright, can I uh, perception check through the door to see if I can hear anything on the other side? Uh, sure. Fourteen. Um, you you hear uh, as as you're kind of listening um, to the other side, trying to listen to the other side of this door. Occasionally, you hear what sounds like. Well, it sounds like something like a very quiet, but it sounds quiet because it's muffled. Um, maybe a couple of voices. It's absolutely impossible to make out what they're saying, though. Um, and they get sort of louder or softer, so you kind of hear like... So, there's like... It sounds like there's maybe a couple of people on the other side of this door. Um, but, but it you, definitely again, sounds like lang some kind of language being spoken. It's just muffled. yeah, but it's not that you don't understand the language. You can't make it's too muffled to make out what it is. It could yeah. be spoken in common or Klingon. Like you have, you have no idea what the language actually is. Hey, there's I think there's people behind here. I listen. Can I roll a perception? Uh, sure. That is something that she's actually good at. Maybe not the whole temple is down. Maybe not so good. Okay, well, that's a good roll. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, same, same kind of thing. So you hear this kind of like, you know, getting Rutabaga, louder Rutabaga, and softer. Mm -hmm. yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna move up to the door and take a lesson myself. All right. Do I? Oh, perception. You the oh, perception okay. roll. Okay. I was like, yes. <laughs> I'm just yes. All right, you listen. Good. You've done that. <laughs> well done. I'm such a good listener. Right. Achievement unlocked. Uh, achievement. Yes. I'm doing just as good as you are, if not worse. <laughs> you're like, you hear something. Sounds like a door. You hear something skittering behind you, and you're like, ah! And then you look down, and it's like a spider like that seems to be hanging out near uh, Django. You're like, oh. Is that Agatha? Oh, no, she's right here. Sorry. Wait a minute. Exactly. Okay, so and what do we want to do, friends? Casimir has taken another step or two and is just looking at this sarcophagus. Just kind of gazing at it. Again, I don't want to suggest that he's entranced, but he's just very fascinated by it. He's not entranced, but he doesn't seem to be, but he's very fascinated by it. Casimir. What are you doing? Do you see something? And there's sort of a long pause, and then he says, There is something here. Some presence. And the others, too, I think. Something powerful, though I do yet not yet know what kind. But there is a presence I cannot see. And he, he, now you expect he's going to finish the sentence like, I cannot see what it is, or but he just says, I cannot see. He's kind of looking you still. You cannot see what? The essence of it, he says without looking at you. Of what's in there? He nods. I uh, understand what he means. I can't. Something there, but I can't sense it either. It's. Should we open them? Let 
Django Hold on. Not exactly the same thing Weller is. Uh, yep. Uh, our... <laughs> All of a sudden, a set of furious spells flying up. Like, you know. <laughs> well, not, not, not that fancy, but I step to the door and cast Detect Thoughts. Okay. Using its secondary method to actually seek out the thoughts of whomever is beyond the door. It can penetrate barriers two feet of rock two inches of any metal other than lead or a thin sheet of lead will block me. I don't think this either A, door, or B, amber counts as either of those. So if there's anything within 30 feet of the other side, I can detect what they are thinking and indeed read their thoughts. Leave it to Arv. He'll find a way. No, I'm kidding. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> it, it's lead he's, 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 he's a benevolent that's it, DM. That's how it works. So, he's a benevolent yeah. DM. It's fine. Um, sure. Yes. So <laughs> I'd say, I'd say, yes, I'd say you can find this. Uh, so when you do this, um, yeah, you, you do find yourself, you do find that there is a creature. Um, and uh, as you find this creature, the overwhelming thought that you get from it is, why won't this door open? <laughs> from the outside? Apparently, yes. Damn. Why won't Apparently this door it's open? Apparently, trying, it's trying to get in. Is it, is it... What's up, Mr. Raider? It, um... Are his thoughts like maybe if I pull harder, or maybe if I dig at it, or if I hit it with something? Or no, just, it's more that why the won't the door open? The more yes, and it keeps what it, what it's doing is some of the thoughts are confusing because it seems to be thinking of some thoughts in maybe different languages, um, and it almost seems like different phrases. Uh, I would I would cast everyone to jump out of the game for a second. I would ask everyone to remember, and if you haven't read this book, shame on you. Uh, but I would ask everyone to remember when Gandalf is trying to open the doors of Moria and tries every <laughs> language that was once known to man or forgotten by man and then eventually throws his staff down and sits in silence. Um, that's That sounds like this. Like It sounds like they're trying to figure out passphrases. So different ones. They're like thinking of different versions of open. Enter. Um, but in different, in different languages, that's funky. Okay. Uh, so, okay, I, I the spell has a concentration up to one minute. I want to do 30 seconds on there. Okay. Then I want to go into the middle of the room and see if I sense anything from the sarcophagus. Yes, you are, your, your spell is blocked at that point. Okay. From those. I mean, it's not All blocked right. from the door, but it was blocked no, from those. No, yep, yep, yep. Okay. All right. I share both those bits of information. That it seems that someone is trying to get into this room from outside or something. Well, then we like definitely that's... want to know what's going on in these sarcophagi immediately. And I've got, and I got nothing from these. So that's, that's that. All right, Django. What right, were you saying? So, sorry. Go, go, go ahead. Did the voice sound familiar? Arv? No. Well, it's thoughts that don't it really still have a tone. Kind of sound like you know. Maybe they don't but, sound like anything. They're thoughts, but not not to any degree. No. Okay. Um, okay. No. They sound like thoughts with no yeah, sound. But when, when Django is speaking to you, you can tell that it's him. You recognize his. Only because we well, haven't squared how thoughts have a sound, but whatever. <laughs> or or a tone. I think tone is what he's looking for. I mean, that's definitely also yeah. true. I see where I see where Trent's going. That's that's. It, I mean, I, my accent, I suppose, kind of. I mean, if we're gonna be fucking granular about this, he can make his thoughts make a sound that our brains can recognize. But technically, there is no sound with a thought projection, so we have no idea what his actual voice sounds like. I am a that's musicologist, not really. Yeah. It's not a word, but I'm a musician. I know what sound is. So. All right. Um, okay, then that's done. I can use that once per day. So. You literally can't have sound without air displacement. So, 
how about this? We'll open the door and he'll kind of tumble through, try and grab him. We don't know how many of the of them or they are outside the door. My biggest. So we don't Whoa. know. But ho- everyone, on. hold up! No, 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 Django. Just a moment. I know you're smart, but hold on a second. I have multiple doctorates. Just give me a second here. We don't know what we are in the middle of currently. We have three sarcophagi around us and no clue of what they are. Perhaps they hold something within them that will be to our benefit. And if we can at least look into what's here, then perhaps we will have an advantage to whatever it is that's out there. I mean, this one, and he points to Casimir, is very transfixed by whatever it is in there. And if he doesn't know, then I don't know either. And he goes a little bit into Mazer, just like, this, this bastard doesn't know what's going on. We're all fucked. And he pulls it back a little bit and goes, what I mean to say is, we don't really know what we're dealing with here. We have to try to figure it out, don't you think? Are, were there more than one presence outside the door? Uh, possibly, although the... You... I, I, the spell would let me know. Is anyone within 30 feet of it? Um, the presence a, of a creature a, in this a way. A thinking creature you read can't see. Thoughts. Yeah. John, well, you're so crafty. But I, I think I, I, I read. Know. I think I read this differently, though. <laughs> you can use the spell to detect the presence of thinking creatures you can't see, but once you detect the presence of a creature in this way, you can read its thoughts. So I would say that you would be aware at that point. Essentially, you you would to be the one closest to the door. To that one, right. Um, but okay, it's, having said that, though, it's a pretty good guess that there are more than one. I mean, you could have gotten that even without uh, the thoughts. Yeah, so. extrapolating, I'm like, probably not yeah, a probably. lone person. Yeah, probably. okay, that's fair. Not like a horde, though. I mean, you know. You no, know, some crazy adventure group like us. Probably Just playing like... devil's advocate, could he push past that first person by the door with that spell? No, not once he had a chance okay. to access the one of them. Okay. That, like, not okay. without dropping it. Yeah. Just curious. Mm-hmm. For my own edification. Basically, you know, I'm just taking notes from a really good DM. So then <laughs> oh, I know in the well, future when I screw over my party that's playing my game. No, can... when you call balls and strikes, like you're supposed <laughs> to do. Kiss ass. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Mr. Raider immediately Perfect. stopped kissing ass. <laughs> Um, all right, Casimir. Shocker of shockers, Arv is better at this than I am. I think you'd make a great DM, Rob. Listen, they probably know where he is. It's bound to happen sooner or later. Um, I would actually say they do not. Indeed, why would would you assume they would know that we are here? They want whatever is in here. They only know that the sarcophagi are here and whatever is in them, which is why we should try to figure out what's in here quickly before they come through. I can hear them through the door. They can hear us through the door. Here is the thing. I don't think that they can get in. I think that if we open that door for whatever reason, we allow them access to something that has been locked down. Well, we can stop them if they try and do anything. Are the sheet of amber on the walls and in front of the door? Uh Uh-huh is estimating if i can how thick roughly um that's hard to say they're all glazed with it it, it probably would be yeah but is it glazed like a donut or glazed like you know eight inches of ice neither it's probably 
There's probably a good couple of it, an inch or two of it, okay. at least okay. along that, each that, wall. I just need a ballpark. That, yeah. That's fine. A couple yeah, inches? Perfect. Perfect. Yep. Okay. And then I go into, well, I'll like the first thing we have to do is break through this ember. I'm not sure we wish to do that. And the handle, I, I should say, by the way, just, just to be clear, sorry to interrupt, but the handle mm -hmm. is reachable. Like it's, it's, you know, sticking out of the amber. Um, but the, the amber, as I mentioned before, does seem like it's almost glazed over as if it were like ice. Well, are the hinges um, on this side of the door or not? You don't actually see hinges at all. Which would imply uh, they're on the outside. Light, if light is actually passing through the door, uh, are you able to tell that? Cause we were up. Uh, no, we were not that you stuff. can tell. And definitely not with the torch that's in here. Now your light might have been emanating out there, but you continue emanating out, but you continue not to they, you continue to hear the same murmuring, which suggests that whatever it is is either doesn't care that you're in here or doesn't know that you're in here. So they may not have noticed. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be transmitting much because it's you know this is at least probably I would say two feet thick, you know, plus the amber on top. It's probably about three feet of amber that the light would have to get through, and that would be quite Locked. a bit. Um, yeah. I go over to Casimir. Okay, Casimir continues to be it's just like... It's, yeah, it's, well, we're here. What now? He says... I think this is... There is something in... And he kind of hesitates and then looks and says... Something in each of these, I think. And he kind of looks around, and he kind of well, slowly walks past uh, Mason and Agatha and looks at the southern one, and then pauses, you know, is there for a bit, and then goes up and looks at the east one. Yep, I'm just watching him do his thing. And Weller's, Weller's moving with him, and Zip has a quarterstaff in his hand. Okay. But he's moving with Casimir. Okay. All righty. And so, I just sort of look at Weller, and without even saying anything, I just look at him like, I get you don't like him. Give motherfucker a chance. We have no other fucking framework in here. Like, just don't jump the gun yet. So he, so he, you know, goes to each one, and then he says, there is presence that I cannot reach with my mind. I have to make contact with it. The question is, which one? And I sort of seeing with the fact that Weller is is like total nonplussed with anything going on fucking over here right now. I was kind of like Casimir. We don't have time to be cute. If you have any clue what is going on with this sarcophagi, we have people trying to get in right now. Do you have any idea what is going on with this sarcophagi and what is in them? And if you do, which one to open? Now is the time to stop messing with us and help. So he, he shrugs slowly and he says, I am still not looking at you, still looking at the sarcophagus, says, I am not attempting to be secretive, my friend Mason. These things are concealed from me. But I know that 
there is power that resides within them. Then do we open them? And he kind of hesitates. He kind of looks, and then finally looks over his shoulder, and for the first time, his expression looks uncertain. He says, I... I don't know. But... I should... I should communicate somehow with them. Well, we can figure this out real quick. And I sort of look at... Uh, sorry, Django. Yeah. <laughs> for those of you listening at home, this is what is called rancid indecision. <laughs> this is called Little Larve is no sorry. Wait, which one is which anymore? I don't remember. Set That's wait. Little Larve. That is Little Larve. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, Little Larve is yes. Little Larve has come in and ruined everything. Okay. <laughs> Not ruined everything. Interrupted. Ruined the yes. flow of this ch- no. Of the flow of this scene has yes. interrupted our indecisiveness. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. There you go. Yeah, that's Make, it. Made, made it even worse. Um, ooh. Yeah. Hold up, hold up. I have a solution to this. Hold up. We just have to wait. Is for it a solution? Back. Yeah, I'm going to tell Django and another person, not Weller, because Weller's on top of Casimir, but possibly Alec to go to another one of these sarcophagi and we're all going to open them all together at the same time. No, that is the worst no. idea. Why would we open them all at once? No. Okay, wait. First of all, do these even have, have these even mentioned any kind of a okay. door to them? Because I kind of missed that part. <clears throat> it's not so much a solution as an emulsion, really. Yeah, okay. our emulsion bones and uh, flesh and everything that. into a liquefied There goo. were three flying skulls that came from here. And there's three sarcophagi. I don't like this at all. I think we just leave them. If you well, somehow make it so there's more of them, we're in a very confined space. That could be a lot of problems. I contact Casimir inside his mind and say, when you said contact them, contact them how? He says, I don't know. Reaching out, though, and touching the sarcophagus almost certainly is the first step. I walk up and grab, when he says it, and I grab his hand, and I say, then we can do it together. And he kind of, so he, he, he seems surprised, and he kind of looks at you like he had not expected this. And then he nods, and he says, perhaps two dusk elves to bring back a third. Yes, there is a, there is a symmetry to it. Thank you. He looks, he looks at you with those dark eyes. Um, and I say, then together, we will attempt to reach out. Um, and I kind of put the other hand forward. I'm guessing we're going to touch this thing and, like, meditate on it. Hang yeah, I was going to say, like, hang on, hang on. I actually reach out to intercept your hand if you're going to reach out. It's like, slap it on like, there. Like, good. Slap it out, right? Some ground <laughs> rules would be good. Man, all of you are jonesing for me to kill you in your sleep and leave you. <laughs> In, for example, if you seem that you are suddenly in pain, should we break the link? And you are under duress. Are you asking Agatha or Casimir? I, both of them. I can translate okay. to both of them. And that's why I said, literally to both of them, it's like, maybe some ground rules. If we were to observe you doing this, when should we intervene? When would you want us to intervene? Rather than just, oh, let's see him turn to ash. That's great. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, he actually you asks, are currently in my mind. Mm-hmm. That's how I've been talking to you this whole time. Then you will know 
when it is time to let us or to free us. Actually, Agatha, if you, I would not keep this because this is a very quick thing. But if you will allow me, I have a stronger link that would probably be a good idea to be connected to you, if you wish, and I would prefer it, so I can observe what is happening, and then relay it to the others if that works for you. I don't like this. Dealing with the dead, it's dangerous. He faces the ultimate. Yes, but all new knowledge is dangerous, and until we have more, we cannot make a valued decision on how to proceed. Correct. I'd rather deal with the threat outside first, but... You say Mm. this. What if he gets in while you're doing this? I will be able to watch both, so I will know if you are having the difficulty, and I will at least tell them to come back. Agatha, do I have your permission to establish the link? Oh, yes, of course. All right. Arb, I cast telepathic link on her. Oh, before I start this, I say, the bad news is it only lasts for one minute, so we'll have to be quick. (laughs) No, 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 that's not true. I cast it at fourth level. Okay. Now it lasts for 40 minutes. Okay, well, then you got time. All right. Hold on. Yeah. 10 minutes for each All slot right. above second. Uh, 21 minutes. Sorry. Sorry. 21 minutes. Last okay. Yep. Hold on. Calix, can you, can you just keep an eye on the door here? Just make sure okay. that no one comes through. He says, hmm, no interest in amber well, you can pillars. smash them if they come through. How about that? How about already? And he sort of, he says, this is smart. Just, Mason, just hold it there. He say, he say, and he says over his shoulder, Mason, leave behind pillars of amber. Come by the door. Smart place here. <laughs> I'm actually going to stand with them because I am going to do, I am so worried about this. I am going to protection of evil on Casimir. I think okay. I'll be safe to do. Yeah. I can't really do it on any, I can only do it on one person. So. Okay. So you're doing it on Casimir. I do it on Casimir. Okay. He has a very strong link, and I'm just going to stay in their radius because of my my aura for um, protecting. Gotcha. Uh, okay. So they, they get the aura that the aura does. Uh, let me get the information for you. Uh, they get plus three to their saving throws. Okay. In, in my radius, and they um, have resistance to necrotic damage and an advantage on being charmed or frightened. Okay. You only cast it on Casimir. No, no, this is this is my aura. That's oh, okay. aura right. okay. piled in protection. Yeah. Right, but the protection, protection from evil you only cast on Casimir. Yes. Okay. Okay. I am casting it on Agatha. Okay, so they both have those protections. Okay. You mean one way or the other? Django, because Django's doing it. No, Django is telepathically linked. He now, if they're affected by that, that's one thing. But the only ones actually touching it, as I understand it, are Agatha and Casimir. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still get your don't I get your plus three saving throw thing from your aura? Is that correct? As long as you're within ten feet of me, yeah. Okay, works for me. All right. Uh, hey. Once the link is established, I tell Agatha. Yeah. What you are. So uh, he, he looks yeah. over at you, Agatha, and he says, "Another question. Which one?" Uh, are these directionally, are they uh, correct? Like this is north, 
south. Yes, thank God, north is north here. Praise this be yeah. to Jesus. <laughs> this north. Uh, she says, I honestly don't know that it matters. And he nods and he says, well, then perhaps the one in front, which is like where you're standing right there. Yeah. And he says, um, are you ready then? Of course. Okay, so he reaches out with you. We you touch it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Under elves' power, activate. When you, oh, sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shape of quickly evaporating steam. Ah, okay. <laughs> um, so, when you touch um, the sarcophagus, um, you are immediately aware the room around you sort of turns dim and orange, almost amber-colored, and it is as if you are standing inside. Um, a world of amber for just a moment. You're standing okay. on basically a plane. Now, the people outside do not see any of this. They just see you touching the sarcophagus. But you and Casimir both, presumably, um, feel as if you are inside this thing. And um, as you're inside, you're standing on this plane. And uh, not airplane, but actually plane of uh, amber. Um, and uh, you are sort of standing there. And there is silence for a moment. And then you see at the very edge of your vision something coming uh, in your direction. Um, this is a creature. At first, it looks, you can't tell what it is. And then as it gets closer, you can see that it's actually some creature. And it is a creature in a dark cloak, but it is bent over. It carries in one hand a scythe. And it's bent over, sort of, kind of double as it makes its way towards you across this plane. Um, your Casimir's hand slightly tightens on your uh, grip, Agatha, as you're watching this happen. And this thing comes closer. It towers over you, probably eight feet, although it is bent over. And um, it looks uh, down upon you. And uh, you sort of look for a moment uh, into its hood, and you don't see anything for a minute. Um, and then as you look closer, you can see that there are um, dark green fierce orbs that are shining that might be eyes or might just be flames in the holes of a skull. You can't quite make out the face. And emanating from the depth of the hood, you hear... Why have you contacted me? Do you seek the gift? And Casimir kind of looks up and then looks over at you. Uh, I'll dart eyes back. Um, we do not seek gifts, but knowledge. And it's a pause, and then it says, I offer only gifts. Many before you have sought them, and have found great power within. My soul hungers. Accept my gift. And you may be filled, as I have not been able to be filled. 
Are you trapped here? And there's sort of a pause, and then the creature kind of bends its head upwards at the amber-colored sky, and it says, I have inhabited this plane for thousands of years. I am trapped within only myself, and I linger here to give gifts to those who come. And Casimir sort of says, stops and sort of looks around and then says, You speak in riddles. We ask, What is it you offer? It is mine. My power to bring back those who wander the plains of the dead. I can return the living to your world if you accept this gift. And you definitely feel Casimir's hand tighten at this point, Agatha. Um, I will I will almost pull his hand back a little bit. It's just like, wait for it. <laughs> like, don't get excited. Um, Hold on, Spaz. Thank you, Whitehead uh, Hacker, for the follow, by the way. Agatha says, um... The gift of life always comes with a great debt. You give gifts freely. I give what I offer. I do not deceive, for the power of the gift is great. As for the cost, it is no more than you can afford. Do you offer this gift to everyone who seeks you? Yes. Why? And, and it pauses and looks around and says, It is my lot, my fate. I am one of the powers, the powers that underpin your world. We lurk behind the walls, in the clouds, in the shadows. Few see us or hear us. Even fewer may speak to us, but those that do are worthy of the gifts we will provide. And so we provide them if you wish. Do you dwell here alone? In this plane, I am all that is here. My brothers and sisters are in their own planes and offer their own gifts. You offer the gift of life there is no greater one your friends offer gifts of their own it is for them to tell you what gifts they would offer I may speak only of mine and the power it would grant 
Then we will speak with them. And Casimir says, his voice a little husky, Is it, is this gift, would it bring back those long gone, many decades or longer? And the creature sort of pauses and then bends really low so you can just feel this deep coldness, Agatha, kind of emanating from inside its hood. And it says, Time is as nothing to the dead. It is the living who hear the tick of the clock. For the dead, time has no And you say you can bring anyone back? Yes. I look at Casimir. Um, and then I look back at the figure and I say, even one that is undead. And it says, my world is not the world of in-between. If one is neither living nor dead, they live in between those spaces. I cannot enter those spots. The barrier between here and there is too great. But if they are truly dead, and you can find where they are side, can bring them back to your side of the barrier and hear the ticking clock again. Arv, am I witnessing all of this? Um, I would say that you are able to... <clears throat> no, you're, you're able to hear some of the thoughts that they are kind of imagining to themselves like you you hear Agatha saying some things like because they're thoughts that she then eventually speaks right but you are not able to see what okay. they see no okay all right they see he the questions probably being asked yeah that's what I'm thinking no exactly no 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 you the not. questions that she, oh questions right. that uh, she asks maybe like correct you, you, that's some what of them you, yes I think yes, that's yes. What Alec was but saying, yeah, yeah. oh yes right exactly yeah you can probably okay. get that although again not fully formed though you know like because if you think about it you may be like uh and then you say something but you don't necessarily go mm. i will now say the following phrase like most of the time but because agatha is being fairly careful <laughs> and because certainly you know i'm i'm guessing that she probably would think of some of it so yes i would say you're picking up kind of some of the gist of the questions she's asking yeah but you don't yeah, know what I'm, she's I'm, talking to i mean right that's correct but they I was don't... To say, if you're reading my mind if you're reading my mind at the moment and you're sifting through my thoughts what Agatha's, agatha's thinking is strata is undead so this does not qualify right Right. That question, uh, I think, came through probably pretty loud and clear. Loud and clear. Like, can, right. can I use this power to kill power Strahd? To kill Strahd <laughs> yeah. right the fuck yeah. now. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the next thing it goes to is Casimir's sister. Right. And the fact mm -hmm. that he would probably give anything to bring her back if she is, in fact, dead. It's Correct. fairly obvious, by the way, that Casimir is definitely going through that because Casimir, He's interested. Yeah, because Casimir, that's, you know, you got that from the question. Are we assured that. that his sister's dead? 
his his sister has been trapped and ensorcelled and enthralled by Strahd, and so he he told you Casimir had said not to you but to the rest of the party that it was a pretty good guess that she had been turned into some spawn and or you know killed entirely by Strahd. Ooh. Okay. So she may have the same problem as the whole Strahd thing. But is... remember that the undead can be made dead eventually. They can be Correct, but in, we don't know that she's not undead. That's true. But I mean, even right. if she were, like he could theoretically, uh, you know... We could kill her and bring her back. Strike her yeah, down, right. yes. And become more powerful than you could possibly imagine. Yes. Well, a Palpatine, right. yeah, exactly. exactly. Yep. Oh, did I, say, did I say that out loud? Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Hmm. Okay. So Casimir um, says um, to you, like not quite looking at you, but just sort of looking up at the mysterious, right. chilled, hooded face that it can't see. That he can't see. Says, "This is what this may be. What we seek. What I seek for my sister. It would be. We would have done what we came here to do." What you came here to do, Casimir? But yes, yes, what I, what I came here to do, yes. Um, I squeeze his hand and I simply say, let us discuss. It seems that this being is not going anywhere. And so he, he kind of looks down at you and um, make a persuasion check for me, Agatha, but I'm going to ask you to do this at advantage. Okay. While she's doing that, how's that door doing, Arv? Um, the door's not, hasn't moved or anything. She's um, not very charismatic. Here we go. <laughs> but are they making any effort to get through? Uh, it seems yeah. like they are. I have nothing to add to that. Yeah, so it, it seems like they are, um, but they're, I mean, only, not by bashing it, though. I mean, if, you know, what I believe it was um, Django said is correct, then they're just sort of, like, murmuring a bunch of, like, passwords. <laughs> they're basically using a bunch of passphrases to try to get into the door, which don't seem to be working because the door's not budging. All right, I'm going to move back over to the two of them and go... I understand what you are trying to do, what you are trying to learn. They're not paying attention to you though at the moment, Mason. They're, they're we don't see any of this. Mason. Yeah, you don't see any of this. I know, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that I caught any of what they're doing. I understand that they're doing something with the sarcophagus. Right, but they're entranced what? is what I mean. Like in other words, you yeah, can so do they that, can't but hear not anything I'm saying. Right, you don't think so. No. All right, well, I'm too stupid to fucking realize that, so I'm going to keep talking. Because <laughs> I don't. You're such good care. listeners. I, um, <laughs> I could talk to you for hours. I'm just going Well, it's not, it's, not, it's not that bad. It's more of me being like, these motherfuckers are coming through, whether you guys are in meditation right. doing, you know, right, right. vinyatsa yoga or whatever the hell you're doing. So, <laughs> like, can we. He's just kind of at this point, he's just going like. Omnipodium, tell us what the fuck you're learning, please. What you could do, by the way, Mason, is you could theoretically tell Django, like, hey, let them know to speed it up, because Django's, you know, telepathically connected with them. True. So you could be like, 
Yo, Django, get him on the, get him on the Specifically phone. because you suggested that, I'm not going to do it now. Oh, no, no, because you were trying to do this. So <laughs> I require you to speak to Django. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no Django's the only person I like in this company. So, no, 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 no. True, true fact. Django is, is, is fucking La Famiglia of my, of, of like, of the people that I'm dealing with in this party. But, like, I, I'm just, I just kind of want to just look at them and go, like, help me yeah, hurry up. help you help me because <laughs> we're just we're basically just kind of sitting here watching these two go <laughs> yeah all right mason mason mcguire calyx is like uh and calyx is like uh mason pay no attention to magic wait by door we stop whatever's there he hefts his axe like i just kind of turn to him and go I don't even say anything. I just, I just, I just turn back. To He's like, since, since you are correct, Arvin, the, the telepathic link does not preclude me from hearing what my companion is saying. Yeah. I will attempt to contact. This is a two-way communication. I will attempt to contact Agatha, and so actually, I'm going to say your suggestion holds merit, and those on this side are getting impatient. I think we need to convince. Casimir to withdraw for now and think about what he wishes to do. There is no way this does not come with a price without a price. And I just yelled into Django's ear, "You think?" No, I'm just kidding. I don't. Yeah. Do. I'm actually doing that. <laughs> we can take risk. We cannot risk everything. Not now. Let us discuss, please kind of pauses and he takes a long kind of shuddering breath and then he takes one small step back and he says we will wait and the uh, creature sort of goes up and then <laughs> and goes back like just exactly like like as if it's being sucked to the end of a thing like in this other uh, plane and there's mm. a roaring sound and then you are whoof, like you know back in this room again okay and Casimir kind of like puts his hand over his just kind of rocks back and forth a little bit and um. Mason walks right up to Casimir and turns him around and pushes him against the coffin and goes like do you remember the part where I said don't fuck with us um, so I immediately. Like, no, I'm just kidding. You I immediately <laughs> step between them. No, no, and if Agatha gets between me and Casimir right now, I'm gonna just say, "Don't." I've been dealing with him longer than you have. I appreciate that, but I'm not going to stand here and let you threaten him or me. He's threatening all of us. Is he? He just Do you found see out that we're in a room with captured. no exits right now. As per the party's request to descend into this hole, not so Casimir's. a solution. Uh, so a solution would be a good idea sooner rather Which than later. Which we are actively working on. We have more information now than we did when we landed here. So what's your and solution? More, I have no solution, only answers, in which we can discuss like civilized beings. Good night, Lowell. And if you don't like that. Then I suggest you leave. 
be sure to remind yourself which side he's on versus the rest of us. We are all on one side, a side against Strahd. Are you sure about that? I would bet my life on it. You may very well have to, my dear. You may very well have to. And I know you've lived a lot longer than I have, which is why I would suggest you be a little bit wiser about his ends versus our own. You stand here and talk to me about wisdom, yet you don't even know what it is we saw. None of us do! Well, if you would stop yelling like a child, I'd be more than happy to tell you. So Casimir at this point is kind of like open to, he's like, It seems that these sarcophagi do, in fact, hold something. A different dimension of sorts. A creature or spirit or... Power. Powerful being resides. He promised gifts. Powerful ones. The gift of life. Uh, I probably, yeah, you you were probably thinking about the idea of bringing someone back, so I would actually tell Mason supposedly to return someone to life from died. Can you describe this creature? He was large, eight feet, robes, scythe, and green eyes, glowing green eyes. Can I do a religious check to see if there's anything I know about something like that? Uh, yeah, also, I don't know, Jenga, if you know about the green eyes. You, you, unless Agatha noted, like, green Mm. eyes, Mr. Burton. I mean, if I'm giving a description, I would have said green eyes. Okay, that's fair. Yes, green eyes, yeah. That's fine. So then, uh, yes, uh, like, you can do that, but what exactly? Like, are we... Religious history, if there's any kind of... All right, give me a religion check. It's an Ingmar Bergman film that you need to check out. What? (laughs) 13. Um... I mean, Did it ask you the, to play chess? <laughs> exactly. The problem is, um, hello, Daniel Hodge, voice actor. Yes, D and D. The problem is that that describes multiple <laughs> creatures, like yeah, that's um, you know, thinking. sort of glowing. In fact, it describes and many skulls in this, random in this temple. Random texts that may have different yeah, no, except that, that the only thing you know for sure, Alec, is that there have been. You are very familiar with creatures that have claim this power and it's offered gifts to those before (laughs) quick side note daniel hodge does one of the most amazing shagorath voices i've ever heard outside of (laughs) really (laughs) yeah he and i can be on skyrim together oh nice amazing yeah oh awesome Um, well welcome any any voice actor friend of trans a voice actor friend of ours because true story um it's great to see you hello um, it seems as if there are others and I gesture to the other two, trapped in similar dimensions. Did you talk to them? No. They are Damn it. separate from this one. He said they offer different gifts. Gifts of their own. And Casimir yeah. was kind enough to return here before accepting this creature's gifts. He's still kind of breathless. Well, he's a little breathless still. Like he's kind of like. What exactly did it offer, Casimir? The same thing I just said. The chance to bring something back from the dead. And Casimir nods sort of wordlessly. 
something well. of that magnitude does not come without a price. Yes. It's not much of a gift, is it? There's always a give and take. Especially for something as valuable as bringing one back from the dead. Hey, don't call it a gift if there's a price tag attached. (laughs) Depends on who's doing the gifting. And for the record, Agatha, I apologize for my reaction. However, we are under, as I'm sure I do not need to explain to you, extenuating circumstances. Do you believe that there's a chance that we can communicate with the other two currently? Yes. Well, not as this. Casimir and I would need to do the same. Can someone else take Casimir's place? Casimir's kind Uh, of like... I'm standing right here. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Uh, does it feel like the reason that he and I were able to go in is because it was the two of us, or could it potentially be someone else? Yeah, you got the impression that probably anyone who touches the sarcophagus could go and visit wherever they are. Play like um, a deal. Here's the thing. The, the crew, whoever it is outside of this door seeks these powers. And I doubt that they are as grounded as we are. Then let me help you with the other two coffins, uh, sarcophagi. Fine. Casimir. Thank you. For waiting. You should know that the creatures that you spoke to, there are the powers they just, he's kind of like, again, Casimir never talks like this, so he's like, Dark Powers, Strahd came here. It was Dark Powers. And he looks up at you, Agatha, and then at you, Django, and he says, Barovia. All of Barovia. They are the powers that gave him his strength. These are the powers that make Barovia what it is. Are you sure? And Calix, like, even Calix kind of is like over his shoulder, sort of, and he nods and he says, I had never imagined it possible. This explains why he came here. It is the pact they made with him. But who knows which of them. But it was one of them. This must be what my sister meant. They made Strahd. They can unmake him. And when he says that, I sort of look back at Agatha, and I, it's, I don't even say anything to her. It's just like, it, it's just a look of like, okay, which one's next? Let, let's go. Before you answer that, this is a good moment to pause for just a second and say thank you for the no, follow. It's not. And welcome to everybody. No, I have to do this first or I'll never do no, it. No, it's not. It's a bet. Day, no. Uh, oh, welcome right. to day 40. Your, this is a cliffhanger, man. This is exactly what I'm doing. This commercial business. break. 
Day 41 of D&D with INB, Curse of Strahd, Bargains in the Dark. Um, I hope that people are enjoying it Good so far name. and that you will Damn. follow uh, the channel. Um, and uh, I hope you will uh, follow these wonderful players. Uh, I'm joined, by, as always, by Trendane Sparks, by Saad, by uh, John Helvers, also known as Radio Johnny Panda, by GC Darkside Rob, and, of course, by Little Red Dot. Um, all amazing role players who are doing a wonderful job with this campaign. Um, if you like, Even with our here, camera problems that we're having, please by follow us, and I mean me. Even then, 